Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Sirs XM Channel 159. Our AM radio affiliates will rejoin us in a couple of uh, moments. So we were talking about the NBA. Quite an epic weekend uh, this weekend. We drilled it. We nailed everything. Now we uh, we look to keep it uh, going. You know, betting on sports is like playing sports. You're only as good as your next uh, your next bet. But it's great to have football back. Like, it really is. Like uh, like the CFL. Uh, man, we we won every game. All right, we won every game. The only bet we didn't win, like literally, I was trying to, I told you all oh, we're going to keep track, but then I said, oh man, but we're going to have so many plays. But literally, I think it was like 14 and one or something like that for, for our CFL plays this week. You know, we had the under and the, you know, we, we said uh, the Riders will win and the game's going to go under. They won like 30 to 13 or something. It, you know, it was 30 to 13. Um, you know, so they won and went under them. We said the Lions are going to win. The game's going to go over. The Lions scored 59 points. Uh, we said the Alouettes are going to cover against Calgary, and uh, they did. Um, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers did not cover. That was the one that we lost, but we hit the teaser. Uh, we, hit the, we hit the teaser, and we hit the under. Like, that was our one loss. Like I said, we had a lot of plays, too. Like, we loaded up, like, you know, parlays this, teasers that, money lines, totals. <laughs> we we nailed it. And now we look to keep it uh, rolling. The CFL is back on uh, on Thursday night. And 
I'm not saying there's not point spreads everywhere right now, up, but I'm seeing, um, I do see a Toronto Argonauts minus two and a half against the Montreal Alouettes. I'll tell you what, if you if your book has that right now, snatch it. Snatch it. All right, we were on the Alouettes last week, uh, but um, we will not be on the Alouettes on Thursday. I think the Toronto Argonauts are going to beat them. I think the Toronto Argonauts are, uh, are going to be a good uh, – I think the Argonauts are going to be a good team. I think they're going to be the best team in, in the East this year. I think the, uh, the Argonauts are going to go to the Great Cup uh, this year. So we'll get into uh, we'll get into the UFC a little bit uh, later on. But Bano's going to join us in a couple of moments. We'll get into the Stanley Cup uh, finals. They dropped the puck on Wednesday, and it really is amazing. I've said it before, and I'll say it again, man. But like the, the Tampa Bay Lightning are in the Cup for the third consecutive uh, year. Like if it was if it wasn't the NHL, if it was any other sports, like this, they'd be a much bigger story than it is. And I can't believe they're underdogs. Level 3, this is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenci, the pinch the players, the hustlers, the people, the bust them, and everybody else in between. The mightier 1090 ESPN Radio, the 50,000-watt juggernaut. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates. We throw it down on the Sports Grid Radio Network, Sirius XM, Channel 1, 5-night countdown to the NBA Finals continues. Golden State Warriors laying four points total, 2-12. Meanwhile, the Stanley Cup uh, Finals begin on Wednesday. Should be an epic uh, series between the Colorado Avalanche and the two-time defending Stanley Cup champion, Tampa Bay Lightning. And despite the fact that the Lightning are the two-time Champions, it's the Colorado Avalanche who are minus 180 series favorites over uh, the Lightning. I think there's value with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, the Colorado Avalanche uh, played the Nashville Predators, the St. Louis Blues, and the Edmonton Oilers. All right. You look at who the Tampa Bay Lightning had to deal with. The Toronto freaking Maple Leafs were a damn good hockey team, man. They had to go seven games with the Leafs. The Florida Panthers had the best record uh, in the league this year. They were the number one regular season team, and they swept them. Then they had to deal with the New York Rangers and the hottest goalie in the league, and the Rangers are a good team, and they handled their business. Like, this is going to be a step up in class right now for the, um, for me, this is a step up in class uh, for the Colorado Avalanche. You look at the goalies that the that the Abs faced as well, right? Um, Nashville's goalies were hurt. They had to start like a 19-year-old kid. He was pretty good, too. The uh, the Ingram kid. What, Connor Ingram? Um, you know what I mean? Like, basically, like, he was in an emergency situation, and he actually played pretty well, but then... Uh, Nazem Kadri knocked St. Louis's goalie out of the series. They ran him over, smashed into him, if you recall, right? And then Bennington threw the water bottle at him after. So, you know, the Colorado Avalanche knocked St. Louis's goalie out of the series. And then we all know about the Edmonton Oilers goaltending situation. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be, you know, make it personal and, and, and call out Mike Smith. But the fact is, right, the Edmonton Oilers, you know, they had, like, beer league-level goaltending at times. Vasilevsky is not Mike Smith, all right? He is not Connor Ingram. The late-night anger match for class. This is Sports Rage. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Management class. This is Sports Rage Sunday, bloody Sunday. I am Gable Morenzi. We're kicking it on Sirius XM Channel 159. I'm on your 1090 ESPN Radio. Let's do this thing. Let's bring in Ian Cameron, A.K. Babano. We've got the Stanley Cup Finals. We've got the NBA Finals. CFL football is back. There's a lot of stuff to break down. Babano, always a pleasure. How you doing? Good to be with you, Gabe. Uh, it was a busy weekend indeed, uh, for sure. There's lots going on. Uh, you know, you look at it, CFL week one, there was NHL Stanley Cup playoffs. We now have the final set. There's NBA finals. There's a Belmont Stakes. There's a RBC Canadian Open Golf that came down to the wire with two of the great golfers in the world. I mean, it was a great weekend. And there's a big week uh, coming up uh, as well. So let's get into uh, the Stanley Cup uh, finals. I told people last week, well, I've been telling people for a couple of weeks to take the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, as far as the futures are concerned, and you know they were plus 195 going into the uh, going into the weekend. They beat the New York Rangers, so now it's plus 155. FanDuel current price: Colorado Avalanche minus 180, Tampa Bay Lightning plus 155. And even though this number, um, you know, even though they're not plus 195 anymore, I still think there's value with the Lightning at plus 155, and I think that the odds makers are overvaluing the Colorado Avalanche or maybe they're undervaluing the two-time defending Stanley Cup Tampa Bay Lightning Babano. Yeah, this is a this is a series that's going to be a lot of fun. The storylines write themselves. It's the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions against the team that, you know, people think they're good enough to win multiple Stanley Cups in the next 5 to 10 years, Colorado if they keep this group together. So it's like the old breed, the kings of the throne versus the uh, the new kids on the block that want the throne. You know, so it's going to set up for a terrific uh, Stanley Cup final. I like Tampa in game one, and my thought process is that I'm going to take Colorado in an adjusted series price if Tampa wins game one. And the reason why I think Tampa is going to win game one is because Colorado staring the same nine-day layoff that Tampa Bay had going into the Eastern Conference final, and we saw what happened there. It was Tampa Bay's worst game of that series by far against the Rangers in game one with nine days off. They lost 6-2. They were defensively irresponsible. They were making mistakes with the puck throughout that hockey game. It just did not look like a team that was in sync. And now here you've got Colorado, haven't played since last Monday, knocking off the Oilers in a sweep. And they've got the exact same number of days between uh, that ending that series in game one, which will be Wednesday night, nine days. And that is something that does concern you because we saw Tampa Bay negatively impacted by that. Colorado could very well be. And you've got Tampa Bay with enough time off from wrapping up against the Rangers to play on Wednesday in Denver. You know, I think to get catch their breath at least a little bit and be ready for game one. Oh, and Braden Point might be ready uh, to make his return for the Lightning. And he almost returned in game seven against the Rangers as well. So uh, I would expect him to be ready to go for game one. So, But I think as this series goes on, I look at these teams, I think forwards, it's very close. 
I've got to give Colorado a slight edge on the blue line, and you would think, are you nuts with McDonough and Hedman and uh, Sergachev and all the great defensemen that have won Stanley Cups? But when I look at that one through six and the way they can skate, they can pose something completely different to, to Tampa Bay than anything they saw from Florida, the Rangers, or Toronto. Let's be honest, this is a much more mobile blue line for Colorado than they f- faced in the first three rounds. You can't help but give an edge to Tampa and net with Vasilevsky, if, even if Kemper comes back. I like Kemper. But he's obviously not on the same uh, level yet uh, as Andre Vasilevsky, no question. So I, I, it's going to be a close series, but I think Colorado is going to pull it out. Uh, so I like Tampa in game one. I'm going to bet Colorado adjusted series. That's my uh, strategy. Ian Cameron kicking it uh, with us. Uh, as you stated, the battle two extremely evenly matched teams. There's not a lot to to give between the two of them. Uh, they're both similar as well. They're, st- they're similar stylistically. They play the same style. Um, you know, you talk about Vasilevsky. Vasilevsky could be the difference maker here, and I think he's going to have to be the difference maker. And then you get into just the overall pressure of playing in the finals, right? Uh, Tampa have been there before. Colorado really haven't faced a lot of adversity uh, this year. They have in the past, but they haven't faced a lot of adversity this year. Tampa's battle-tested, man. They're ready to go, Babano. And it's funny, too, because I remember people talking about, well, Tampa uh, are tired. <laughs> I said, well, remember, Babano, against Toronto? I said, well, if they're tired, they might be tired, but they're still better. Uh, they're still better than everybody else. I'm going to, I'm taking the Tampa Bay Lightning to 3 P. I I think they're going to find a way um, to get this done. And I do think it's going to be a classic series. It, listen, if you like hockey, how the hell do you not like this matchup? But I'm looking at uh, the, the, the series spread, Babano. Tampa Bay Lightning plus one and a half games, minus 142 at FanDuel. So if it goes seven, I automatically win. That's a play that I'm going to be taking. I like the Lightning uh, on, on the plus price, but I like the Lightning plus one and a half here, Babano, as the insurance policy. Yeah, exactly. So that uh, they don't, they could lose this game in seven games and you'll end up still cashing with the plus one and a half. And, you know, I, I really like those seven game series props. I've taken a bunch of them. Um, I'd almost worked out with the Rangers and Lightning, but as soon as the Rangers lost game five, I knew it was probably going to be tricky and asking a bit too much for them to win in Tampa and extend it to game seven. But I think it's going to be a long, very, very close series. I mean, it's just two excellent hockey teams. I will say this though, Tampa Bay, they have played a lot of hockey last year. This year, you mentioned the fatigue, but guess what? It's not that they're fatigued and they're going to burn out. It's just the style that Colorado brings in this series is way at a faster pace, way at a faster speed. Than anything I think Tampa, seen. though, is going to nullify that. Yep. I think the Lightning, you see, but when the Lightning, they've caught on. They're more successful in the lower-scoring games. Yep. You know what I mean? Like they, That's what they like to that's do. That's actually what they mean, want. Yep. Yeah, it doesn't mean that they can't score if it turns into a 5-4 game type of deal. Uh, but I think they they lost playing that way in the past more often than one. And you see it, but Banner, anytime there's a tight, anytime there's a big game, man, Tampa really tighten things up, man. I think they're going to try to slow Colorado down and not like skate with them. Like, I don't think they want to get into a track meet with the avalanche. I know they don't uh, because uh, this is the way they want it. They've wanted to play all playoffs. This is the way they have played when they go, when they take a lead in any playoff game this year, you could even say last year when they won these Stanley cups or two years ago, they have not gone after more goals. They got greedy when they were younger years ago. Remember when they blew, they had got swept by Columbus. And then there were years before that they'd win in the first round. They'd lose in the second round or they'd win a couple rounds and they lose in the conference final. When they got a lead, they'd still play up and down. You know, they'd still try to go for more goals and really open themselves up defensively, and it would oftentimes be to their detriment. Not That's not Tampa Bay anymore. 
you know, when they get a lead now, they're parking the bus, they're shutting it down. They're relying on good structure. They're relying on blocking shots. They're relying on making it difficult to get pucks to the net. And when they do get to the net, you've got Andre Vasilevsky there to make a big save for you if needed. So it's a completely different style because, look, they realized, hey, it wasn't working before when we were trying to win these playoff games 5-3 and we are trying to pile on goals with the lead. No, we've got to focus defense first. They've done that not only this year but the last couple of years, and it's paying off for them. If you want to know, um, if you want to know, listen, FanDuel's got a million props, uh, but for everybody, I'm just I'm going to throw out the, uh, the the series spreads for everybody. So I mentioned a Lightning at plus one and a half is uh, minus 142. Lightning plus two and a half is uh, minus 310. I'm actually surprised it's not a little bit uh, higher. Uh, Colorado minus two and a half, plus 240. Colorado minus one and a half, plus 116. Colorado plus one and a half, minus 355. Colorado plus two and a half, minus 1200. As we can see, the band of the computer and the odds maker like the Colorado Avalanche quite a bit, man. I mean, come on, man. Avalanche minus two and a half games, but Bano at plus 240. I'd want more than that, I tell you. <laughs> I'd, want, I'd want more than that. Like, basically, they're only giving you a plus 240. That the Avs win this series in five games. Like I said, man, they they really there's a lot of love for the Colorado Avalanche. I think there's value with the Lightning, but bad. I'm going to stand by it. I don't fault anyone for taking Tampa Bay. I've seen enough of Tampa Bay to know they're very capable of winning this Stanley Cup and winning this series. Uh, they've just got that incredible uh, ability to withstand. You know, momentum shifts in a game. Yeah, Rangers takes it, take it to them for a few shifts, but they withstand it. They make the big defensive play. They get the big save, and they'll come back down, and they'll score. I mean, they've just got an ability to just play to the and They don't shift. lose consecutive games. I know it happened once, right? Yeah. It happened once finally, but they, they don't make mistakes. They don't. They 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 don't like just fall apart suddenly and have like two three bad games in a row. Something I did too, Babato. Although I'm not totally covered, but I took uh, Shesterkin to win the Conn Smythe and I took Vasilevsky to win the Conn Smythe. So I got Vasilevsky at 14 to one right now, and I got Nate McKinnon uh, like plus 300, plus 290 uh, to win the Conn Smythe. But I didn't take Kale McCarr and I didn't take Kucherov. And though those two are very dangerous uh, players as well, we'll get you the uh, the updated odds as far as the Conn Smythe and more on the other side. The late night anger match. The class continues. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The Late Night Anchor Management Class. This is Sports Ridge. I am Gable Branzi, Sports Grid Radio Network, Sirius XM Channel 159. The Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates, wherever you may be uh, this evening. Ian Cameron kicking with us. You can follow him on Twitter, at uh, Babano. Uh, we'll get into the NBA Finals, uh, but just to uh, to wrap up the Stanley Cup that starts on Wednesday. So, Babano will be with us after uh, Game 1. Uh, Babano, uh, you said you're going to be betting on Tampa in Game 1 due to the layoff, and then you're going to come back and pull the trigger on the Colorado Avalanche after. That's your plan? 
Yeah, it'll be Tampa Bay game one and Colorado to win the series and probably take them in some form in game two. I haven't decided what that's going to be yet, but you would expect, you know, in game two, Colorado will be sizable uh, home favorites. So maybe it's a first period puck line. Maybe it's a, a regulation bet, something along those lines. But uh, yeah, that's the thought process. Because look, I mean, Colorado in game one is vulnerable. I mean, there's nothing else to say because we've seen this very same rest situation play out in the last series in the Eastern Conference Final with Tampa Bay. And the shoe's on the other foot this time. This time it's Colorado, you know, with the nine days off. And that's just too many days, in my opinion. You want three days off, you want four days off, hell, even six days off isn't bad. But once you start to get into more than a week uh, since you played your last game and you've got to ramp up to playoff speed, playoff intensity again right from the onset, it's difficult, and you saw Tampa Bay just make mistakes and give up a goal first couple minutes of game one against the Rangers. Worry about that kind of thing impacting Colorado a little bit. So it's very much there for the taking for Tampa Bay game one uh, in this series, in my opinion. Uh, the opening opening night numbers, Colorado Avalanche, minus 164 Wednesday, 810 Eastern time, minus 164, minus a puck and a half is plus 158 right now, and the total is six. And as me and Babano talked about in the previous segment, I think Tampa are going to want to play defensive-style hockey and keep these games lower scoring. But there's always a game or two uh, that opens up. And it, in fact, it was it was game one in which there, were eight, there was eight goals in the Tampa and the Rangers um, series. A quick check of the Conn Smythe. Quick, uh, quick check of the Conn Smythe um, award trophy odds. So, Kale McCarr, so that's the most valuable player. Kale McCarr, plus 185. Nate McKinnon's plus 220. Nikita Kucherov is uh, plus 450. Vasilevsky's plus 450. Stamkos, 14 to 1. Darcy Kemper, uh, 23 to 1. As I stated, Bano, I did pull the trigger on Vasilevsky at 14 to 1. Like uh, when um, against the Rangers, I think they were down at the time, too. So, it's like it was nice value. I took Shesterkin thinking, well, if the Rangers make it, he's going to be the guy. And I took Nate McKinnon. I couldn't take everybody. I didn't take Kale McCarr. But you know what I did? It. I did it that night. And then uh, McCarr had five points that freaking night later in the day, <laughs> the day that I took McKinnon. And then McCarr skyrocketed to the favorite. But McKinnon still could win. And I got a shot with Vasilevsky. But I'll tell you what, Kucherov has really come off a battle. Uh, Kucherov playing great hockey for the Lightning right now. Well, the props I'm going to be looking at in this series, especially when they play at home in Tampa Bay, is Andre Pilat to score a point. It's automatic. I mean, he has he scored a point in every home playoff game. And, in fact, he's starting to put up points on the road now, too, uh, for the Tampa Bay Lightning. He's just been terrific, and he's actually gotten better and better and better with every game here in the Stanley Cup playoffs. So I know from a Tampa standpoint, uh, definitely Andre Pilat's going to be one of the players I target from a prop standpoint. Uh, for Colorado, I think you keep targeting some of their defensemen to chip in on the offense. How many times do, does Kale McCarr, who just was absolutely, utterly brilliant against Edmonton, how much did he and Devon Taves chip in offensively from the blue line? And I think they're going to need that. You know, when you're playing a good defensive team and a good goaltender like Vasilevsky, I think stylistically this is about put pucks on the net. And if you're one of these def- great defensemen, you shoot from anywhere. Because if you shoot from the point, you have a chance to get traffic, you have a chance to get deflections, tip-ins, redirects in front of the net, and those are the kind of goals that are going to get past a goalie like Andre Vasilevsky, who's playing great. Not to mention trying to get it through the shot blockers in front of him, who've been just as good. How many shots is of Hedman and McDonough and Chernak? All of these guys just shot-blocking machines for Tampa. So you're going to see a lot of wrist shots from the point, 
specifically from McCarr and uh, Taves, and I think they're going to be players for me to target. It's those two on the blue line for Colorado, and it's going to be probably Andre Pilat for Tampa Bay because, like I said, you're getting way more value with his props compared to, say, Kucherov or Stamkos. Not that they won't have a big impact, but Pilat's made every bit of, of a big impact, and you're not having to lay the big prices on his props as the other two guys. Let's go from the Stanley Cup Finals to the NBA Finals. Man, as we talked about it earlier, it's ridiculous that there were no there was no no games this weekend. Like, and I, just, I don't understand. Like Friday is um, Friday's a soft spot on TV. It's not a good TV night, and you know they wait till Monday. It's very very strange, but nevertheless, um, when we got we've got basketball tomorrow night. So the trend is continued, Babano, time and time and time again. Right, the trend is continued. Both teams off of a loss have been uh, have been perfect. Um, so it's up to 13 and 0 right now, 12 and 1 against the spread. When you combine both Boston and Golden State off a loss, you and I have talked about this time and time again. So are you going back to it? As, as Boston, are they going to be 8 and 0 straight up and against the spread off a loss? What's your take? You know it, of course. It's not even a debate, not even a thought. Twice. I am not. I say the cycle breaks. The chain finally breaks, Babano. I'm, 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 I'm jumping out. I'm jumping out in front of this trend, and I've been riding it. I was on Golden State the other night. I've been riding it, you know, back and forth, back and forth. But I'm going Golden State here. But you're going to continue to ride with it. I can't argue with you. Yeah, I'm going to uh, because Boston's just Boston's been one of those teams to both of these teams have. They're just you know when things don't go well one game. And let's be honest, Golden State. <laughs> Let's not kid ourselves about that 10-point win. They don't get a Herculean performance from a Steph Curry. They don't win that basketball game. They don't. They don't. I mean, 43 points, they needed every bit of it, uh, especially to pull away late in that game. Uh, they didn't get, uh, again, they got, uh, Thompson was all right, 18. Uh, he, he had some big shots, Wiggins. Uh, but Curry's 43 carried the day. For Golden State, and then you look at it from a Boston standpoint, from their from their end of it, it was a little bit of a quiet 20 from Brown. Tatum gave you a 23. It was an eight for 23 shooting performance from him. That's very poor by his standards. You know, it, Horford had a small impact on the game compared to other games. Grant Williams didn't give you that offensive punch that sometimes he does when they play in Boston. So there's definitely some room for improvement here for the Celtics, in my opinion. And we've just seen this team repeatedly be able to rise up and play good basketball, specifically on the road. They've actually been terrific on the road throughout the playoffs, Boston. They've won some big, big playoff games on the road. I don't think going back to New Oracle is going to phase them all that much. And the best part is they don't even have to win this game. You're getting four and three and a half points, although the trend's been whoever wins the game also covers. It's been an incredible streak with that in the NBA Finals this year and in years past. But, no, I'm going back to Boston here. I think they play better, and I think Golden State, you know, they needed Steph Curry to be superhuman. That ain't probably going to happen here. In fact, Steph Curry under props. <laughs> Very much I'm interested. All right. You're, that you'll be on your own with because that's what I heard a lot of people talking about the other night. Oh, Steph Curry's not going to be 100%. Not sure if he's going to be able to jump. Not, <laughs> I saw a lot of people talking, and I read uh, people oh, take Steph Curry's under uh, props. And I actually said on uh, on Game Time Decisions before the game, I said, do you guys really believe like that they're – you think he's as injured as they're playing it up? No, right? Um, you know, I mean, it was just, you, listen, dude, Steph Curry's a warrior, and yeah, he's carrying his team to battle, but don't think that he can't do it again, and I think he will uh, do it again. He's on a mission uh, right now, so, but as we stated, guys, it's it's, it's unbelievable. I mean, so the Boston Celtics are, um, they're 7-0 straight up, and 7-0 ATS off of a loss in the playoffs, and the Golden State Warriors are now 6-0 uh, straight up, and 5-1 and against the spread off a loss. 
So it's uh, it's 13 games, 12 and one against the spread, 13 and 0 uh, straight up. But I do believe that Golden State get it done, and then I think they probably. I don't know. I think they're probably going to win in six in Boston, actually. I think the collapse is oh. going to start now, but I don't know. I have Golden State to win the series either way, uh, Babano, but there's a lot of basketball left uh, to be played uh, still. All right, before we get you out of here, Babano, CFL football uh, is back. Great yes. to have football back. Listen, we've been crushing the USFL, but we really, really did well in week one of the CFL, especially with the totals. It was two and two, but... I like the uh, I like that Rough Rider uh, Ticat game. I thought it would be a low scoring game last night, and I also thought that the Edmonton Elk BC Lion game would be a high scoring game. And oh, it was high score. The BC Lions put up fifty nine points on their own, Nevada. Yeah, great first week for me too. Uh, betting wise, it was off to a great start. BC was my easily my top play, and uh, I loved that bet from we, from the moment the lines came out. Uh, and when you were starting to see some of the things that were going on with the Edmonton Elks. Look, uh, it was even worse than I ever in my wildest dreams could have imagined uh, for the Edmonton Elks Saturday night. I knew this team was probably going to struggle. Uh, they would be up against it, probably lose. And I, would, I said if they lose by double digits against BC, it wouldn't shock me. But lose by 40? That did shock me, that they were that bad, that they were that inept. What was Chris Jones doing, by the way, in training camp? You look at those linebackers. They look like they've never tackled an open space before. Holy goodness, nobody could get the... What kind of linebackers did they put on this football team? Nobody could tackle an open space in that game against BC. There's James Butler running amok the whole game. Nathan Rourke, he did whatever he wanted, did a tap dance on that defense. I mean, it was just embarrassing for the Edmonton Elks. And, you know, it looked like a team totally out of sync. New coaches, new coordinators, new systems, uh, double digits of new players on both sides of the football. Nick Arbuckle trying to come back from a long injury stint. You know, it's an offensive line that sucks, a defense that's no good and has no cohesion yet. I mean, it's just a really bad football team. And my first observations and takeaways from week one is I'm going to fade Edmonton every chance I get until I'm proven otherwise. And I'm going to look for reasons to bet on BC in the West. And I'm going to look for reasons to bet on Ottawa in the East, because I think these two teams are much improved. You could make an argument that when this season wraps up, they could be two of the most improved teams in the CFL this year. I think the Lions will be a lot better out West. And I really like what I saw from the Red Blacks, even at the tough loss to Winnipeg. Well, they're going to get a crack at the Winnipeg Blue Bombers again uh, this Friday. We'll break it down on Wednesday night. Uh, Montreal at Toronto, CFL football on Thursday night. Uh, USFL playoffs are coming up around the corner. Canton, Ohio. And then, of course, we've got training camps, college football, NFL regular season. It's happening, people. It's happening. Ian Cameron, follow him on Twitter. Always a pleasure, Bando. Thanks for the time. All right. Thanks, Gabe. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Let's roll. 
The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Ranzi. The pips, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else uh, in between. I've got uh, charging issues uh, here. Got the million computers, this, that, and I uh, look up. I'm like, oh, low battery. All right, so uh, let me uh, let me handle this. All right, now we're uh, we're rocking. Man, I've got cables everywhere, computers and microphones. <laughs> it's a miracle I don't uh, trip trip and uh, kill myself more often. Um, all right, so uh, thanks to Ian Cameron, A.K. Babano, uh, for joining us on the program. Uh, good stuff with Babano, although we uh, we disagree. Uh, but it was a healthy debate. It's uh, you know it's all right to uh, to disagree. So Babano's riding the streak of the Boston Celtics, seven and zero straight up. 7-0 against the spread coming off a loss. I believe that the Golden State Warriors are going to break this cycle. And listen, I don't think Boston are great at home. I don't know. We've seen this time and time again. I don't know if it's the pressure, what it is. Like, there's something to it, obviously. So it's almost an advantage that Boston are playing on the road. But the thing is, Golden State... There's no guarantee Golden State are going to win this series. I, you know, you all know, we all know. If you if you tune into the show, I, I do have Golden State to win the series. There's no guarantee they're going to win the series, right? But the one thing, the one thing about Golden State is I don't think they are going to let tomorrow get away from them. I think they understand just how big this game is tomorrow, right? Like it, it's massive. It's more important for Golden State this game tomorrow, obviously. Like, so even though they're the ones coming off the win, I don't think they're complacent, right? I don't think, you know, Boston, for whatever reason, you figure that it's the finals that they'd be able to dial it up every night, right? And say, all right, listen, guys, we've only got three games left, or we only got five games left this year, all right? Um, we've had a problem, like, dialing it up on consecutive nights. Let's, you know, let's let's do it. I mean, like a pedal to the metal. I think Steph Curry sees the finish line right now. I, you know, I'll, I'll disagree with Babano on all counts. You know, Babano was talking about. Um, Babano's talking about. Dear God, that siren's loud. Uh, <laughs> man, tried to talk through it there. I'm like, man, it's, it seems it's getting, it's getting louder and louder. So Babano's talking about Steph Curry going under tomorrow, and. You know, like, really, why would you want to, like, you know, seriously, I'm not, I'm not picking on Steph Curry. Holy crap, man. Like, is everything, like, seriously, everything at once here is just falling. <laughs> I got a second computer, and I look up, it's like, oh, this computer, a uh, battery issue. Like, seriously, Apple, like, can you, you guys have a computer that can stay charged for more than, like, 20 minutes? Everyone's got to be, you know, they always say, oh, don't leave your computer, uh, you know, don't don't leave it, uh, you know, plugged in all the time. It's not good for it. Yeah, if you don't, man, it lasts like 22 minutes or something. All right, now now we're we're now we're good. We're locked. We're locked and loaded now. <laughs> we're locked. We're locked and loaded. So yeah, I'm not getting in front of Steph Curry. I think he's gonna do it again. Actually, I'm, let's let's get the props up here right now. So I already put the bet in. I already put a bet in on Andrew Wiggins over one and a half. Uh, three-point shots made. All right, so I, 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 he's hit this in three of the four games uh, so far in the series. So I think, especially back home, I think Wiggins will hit two. 
He never hits three or four or five or anything like that, but he's always like two for five, two for seven type thing. I think uh, that he hits two, so I already put that play in. But uh, let's let's get into um, let's get into the player point props right now, because I think that Steph Curry will do it again. I think he's dialed in right now. I think that especially back home, now his it's it's not cheap. You got to pay. You got to pay for this. Thirty and a half. Thirty and a half for Steph Curry. That's his over under. I wouldn't be betting the under. I can understand if you're like, well, I'm not going to bet that. It's a little high, but I wouldn't be betting against him. I'll put it that way. I think the over five and a half three-point shots, listen, you're getting that at plus money as well. Five and a half, like, scares people when you get into the three-point shot uh, props. And I noticed that in in the regular season. Like, uh, you know, I used to play play a lot of props, but the three-point prop with Curry, I caught on to that. That... He always like basically gets to five. So in a regular season, there was a little, there was a little, there was like a month or so. There was a run, man, where I kept on hitting him over four and a half, over four and a half, and I was surprised. I'm like, man, they they, they just don't move this, and he always goes over, and then they make it five and a half. But whenever it's five and a half, you get plus money, and basically you know he's going to shoot them, right? So at plus money, it's five and a half tomorrow. We did this prop the other night. And all three sides hit. All right, all, all three sides hit. Um, we did the uh, Steph Curry over. Steph Curry over. I think he was four and a half the other night because it was on the road. So it was Steph Curry over four and a half threes. Clay Thompson over three and a half threes. And, um, and Andrew Wiggins over one and a half. And they all went over. All right, they all went over. And I'm going to do it again. I don't see why there's any reason not to do this again. So Wiggins is one and a half. It's the same number. Clay Thompson is three and a half. It's the same number. Uh, Now Curry is five and a half. Now the thing with Curry is, though, he doesn't just score. You're seeing, like, he does take it to the rack, right? Uh, He is, like, doing whatever it takes type of deal to, you know, to, to put the ball in the basket. So... I, I'm going to ride Curry, actually. So I respectfully disagree with Babano here. I think Curry lights it up again. I think, you know what I mean, he wants to win the MVP as well. I don't know, he wants to win the title, but he's going to win the MVP. He's the, you know, right now he's the best player on the floor. And um, I don't see any reason why he doesn't do it again tomorrow. I like the Warriors tomorrow. I like the Warriors tomorrow. Listen, I'm not going to go crazy on this 30 and a half because it is high. He could score 28 and have a great game. But I'm going to, you know, I'm going to take the over 30 and a half with Curry. I'll take the over five and a half three point shots made. I'll take over three and a half three point shots made for Clay. And I'll take over one and a half three point shots made um, for, for Andrew Wiggins. Draymond, and also, you know what? We'll take. Uh, we're gonna take the same thing, man. We're gonna, we'll keep the ride in this. We're gonna go Draymond Green under seven and a half points. Draymond under seven and a half. Even if he plays better, which I think he will, but him playing better is really just causing havoc and creating chaos in the game. I don't think he's gonna score eight points tomorrow. Even if he plays better, like really, like what 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 leads anyone to believe what, he's gonna have this sudden outburst? I saw a video of him taking shots in warm-up, and, man, he wasn't even hitting like, it was like, you know what I mean? Like, it was one one miss after another type of deal. Like, you see now Draymond, like, he has a hard time, like, unless he dunks it, it's a problem. 
it's a problem. And you can just see, like, he doesn't even want to shoot it anymore. So that's another thing now, that Draymond, like, he's been, you know what I mean? He's fine, like, he's been beaten down. Like, he doesn't even want to shoot. Like, you see, when he gets the ball now, he gives it up right away. Like, he he's even realized, like, I'm a liability if I shoot. And, um, look, they took him out of the game for a couple minutes, but they put him back in. But I do think Draymond will be better tomorrow. I think Draymond's going to have an impact. But I don't think he's going to score eight points. So let's go under Draymond. And another thing that we've been winning with is over Draymond rebounds. Because the one thing he will do is he will rebound. And I look at, oh, if you like the rebounds or the um, the rebound assist prop. Because like I said, Draymond doesn't want to shoot now. And whenever he gets the ball, he gives it up. So the rebound and assist, Draymond's rebound prop is 7.5. So basically it was 6.5 the other night. It's 7.5. I think he gets there. I think Draymond gets probably like 8, eight boards, 9 boards type thing. I think it's a fair, you know, It's I'd rather it at 6.5, but I think he does get there. So let's go Draymond. Draymond under point seven and a half, but over the 7.5 rebounds. The number is 7.5 for both. And as far as, like I said, the players' threes. As far as Boston is concerned, I don't have, like, Golden State, I'm sort of dialed in on them. I, you know what I mean? I have a real good feel for the Warriors' offense and for what they're going to do and their player props. Boston is a little different. And the Boston players are more sort of erratic. But as far as the, so that's why I'm sort of Warrior prop heavy. Uh, just because I have a better feel for it, right? It's not, you know what I mean? It's not by you know, by any sort of design or something like that. So as we stated, Wiggins over one and a half threes. I like it. Uh, Curry's uh, over five and a half threes, but you're getting plus 108 to the over. And uh, Clay Thompson is uh, three and a half. And you're getting plus money there too at plus 102. I like uh, all those picks. So there's a bunch of player overnight player props for you right there. There's a bunch of player props uh, for you. Um, Wiggins over one and a half threes. Clay over three and a half threes. Curry over five and a half threes. Draymond Green under seven and a half points scored. Draymond Green over seven and a half rebounds. Tune in to Game Time Decisions tomorrow at 6 o'clock Eastern. And uh, I'll have more props and uh, we'll hit uh, Boston and, and all that other stuff. Um, Matthias last night people raving about the UFC card. I did not see it, full disclosure. I didn't see the card. I was out. I was at the football game. Uh, I was at a football game. So, um, I was out last night, but I did win. We have a new champion, and as we talked about the other night, Geary was just going to be too much. A hell of a run by Glover Teixeira. I'm glad that Glover at least got to be a champion. You know what I mean? He, he, you know, he, had, the, he, had, the, he had the belt. He's had a hell of a career. But uh, Yuri gets it done. Uh, he was minus 210, so we can't really pat ourselves on the back, but we were on the right side at least. Yeah, I, and you know what, Gabe? I think we got kind of lucky because Gopher had him. He had him knocked almost, knocked out almost in the last round. And yep. next thing you know, Jerry sinks in this choke, which nobody could have expected. Because he shows his versatility. Well, people thought Glover would do that to him, right? That that's what would happen, yeah. I saw the old Glover though. That's the thing. Like, how much money have I lost on Glover in the last four years? And I was, and I felt it again. I'm, I'm watching this. I'm like, oh my god, this is the fifth time this guy's gonna do this to me. And you know what? The tables turned in the fifth round out of nowhere. But I got to say, I felt lucky. And they, I think that's the thing too. I want to see a rematch. 
Um, I don't have a problem with that. Uh, you know what I mean? It was an awesome fight. But that's the thing. Remember, when, I, mean, I even saw George St. Pierre. I saw George St. Pierre do a preview, um, uh, an interview, and he, he was asked, and he said, oh, and he wasn't the only one. He said, if, if Yuri's going to win, he needs to win in the first two rounds. He said, the longer the fight goes, it's going to be a problem for him. And you figure it, it played that way until, like you said, with the surprise. The surprise has shocked the MMA world, man. It's the thing with the fight game, man. You just never know. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Three-minute warning, quickest... 180 minutes in sports talk radio. Thanks to Jason B. Takafin, Ian Cameron, Babano, Mo Khan, kicking it uh, with us tonight. Uh, tomorrow night, we'll be on after the NBA game. We'll be on before at 6 o'clock Eastern, Sirius XM Channel 159, Sports Grid Radio and Television Networks. We'll be back here on all these same stations, God willing, uh, tomorrow night after after the game. I'm on Golden State. I went over the player props uh, with you. You can follow me on Twitter at SportsRage. And, of course, uh, tune into the show tomorrow. We'll have more picks. Matthias, what's your pick for tomorrow, Golden State or Boston? Oh, Gabe, we're going with Golden State. And I liked all your props that you said earlier. I also like Kevin Looney over rebounds. All right, you can add Kevin Looney, Kevon Looney, uh, over uh, over uh, rebounds as well. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Draymond under 7.5 points, the Draymond uh, over 7.5 rebounds. I prefer it with 6.5 boards, but I do think that Golden State, this is a must-win situation for them, guys. And if you like Boston, I'm not going to argue. Like, I can't, you know I mean? Sometimes, I, you know, people, I, I think, man, it just seems like the wrong side Like that people are on sometimes. Like, I, I would make a bigger argument for, like, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Put it that way. Like, you know, I mean, I'm adamant on that, that I don't think the, the Avs should be, like, as big of faves as they are. But I, I can't argue with anybody that says they like the Boston Celtics when the Boston Celtics are 7-0 and straight up and against the spread coming off a loss in the playoffs. I, I, I mean, I can't, I can't argue. But I just think that this Golden State are a team that understands They've been, listen, they've won championships and they've lost championships. So they know how to manage a series and they know they need to win this game. It's a must win for them. They have to win this game. They will win the game. Take the Golden State Warriors. Other than that, you're on your own. Later. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and 
starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.